Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on LA Talk Radio. Hello there, and welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. I want to welcome you to my first Instagram Live, and I felt a little nervous about doing it, but that was matched with an equal part of excitement. And I know in my life, when there's desire with excitement and just a little bit of trepidation and fear, it's a yes. And I offer that to you because I imagine there are things that you imagine doing in your life that you haven't done yet, that it's like you want to do it, but you're also scared. And that is an invitation to be courageous and step through your fear, even from your fear, into what you desire to do. So I am doing that today. Thank you for joining me. If you've listened to the podcast, you know the mission is to change consciousness one conversation at a time. That's what I believe we do in having dialogue and conversation with each other, even of different opinions and belief systems. My intention. And I'll set it right now, gratitude and thanksgiving as processes, as vehicles of transformation and change in your life to manifest what it is that you want, especially as we are approaching the end of 2020. That's been called a shit show, a shit storm, you know, lots of memes and things out there about this has been the worst year ever. And while that may be true for a, for a lot of things in many areas of disappointment and loss and grief, that we can conclude this year in a way with intention, with our focused intention. And I'm going to share with you what I have started to do in the last few days. But before I go there, I just thank you for joining on Instagram Live at NOLA Therapy. Hey, Emily. Hey, Sparkle. Hey, Azul. Thank you for joining in today. It's my first IG Live. I'm used to doing the show just audio and we try something new. And I think it's a time for us to try new things in our lives. And reach out to me, Lisa at nolatherapy.com through email. Also my website, nolatherapy.com. And just get right to the heart and matter of the show is as Thanksgiving was approaching for me, and it's really different. I had had plans to go camping with a group of friends. And that group got really large to the point where I didn't feel comfortable going. So I withdrew and then found myself here on Thanksgiving like, huh, last year I was in Ojai with the best friend hiking and just having the best time. And this year I realized my podcast fell on Thanksgiving Day instead of playing a rerun. I wanted to do this to interact with you and myself and share how we can feel better, most simply, by expressing what we're grateful for. And how many times have you been in kind of a bad mood or feeling a little low and to switch to what you're grateful for, to who and what you appreciate? And it starts to really change that momentum of your emotion. And it's something that I use daily. Whenever my mood might take a dip, 
which happens often when I'm tired at the end of a day, at night, when it's too early to go to bed and, you know, not quite time for that. So, wow, this is so awesome to see y'all. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for the support on my first IG live. Okay, I'm going to pretend like y'all weren't there and just talk as if I'm doing my podcast regularly. So I was texting with a friend the other day about journaling, and we were both talking about starting to journal again. I stopped journaling as a self-care process as I've been writing my book the last few years, The Chiron Effect. I know you all know about it. It's available for sale now on all the major retailers, their links at nolatherapy.com. But my focus today is as her and I were texting about journaling and she said, you know, I think I have an old notebook around here. I'm going to go dig up. And it spurred me to go like, yeah, what I, I'm sure I have a notebook laying around here. So I went to a room where I store things and I actually found a drawer that had six or seven old journals from 2006 to seven, which actually were really dark times in my personal life. I was struggling with recovering from a cocaine addiction, which I talk about in my book very explicitly and how I healed through fitness and therapy and such practices. That's not the focus for today. The focus is that I unexpectedly found these seven journals and I took them out, started to flip through them. And just the vibration was so low and heavy. It was filled with sadness and with my own impediments to living a happy and joy-filled life in part because of my addiction at that time. And so instead of just throwing them away or putting them back and shutting the drawer, I realized that this was an invitation to clear up my past. And I invite you to think about your house, where you live, and maybe some areas, some drawers that have things from your past that you really don't need anymore. And I took the opportunity to light a candle and go through the journals, not page by page. I didn't feel like I needed to relive every one of those memories because it was making me feel that that sadness that I lived in, the hopelessness. When you're in an addiction, whatever it is, if it's sex, if it's a relationship, if it's shopping, if it's even a cycle of blame and judgment of yourself, if it's drugs or alcohol, it's a cycle of never feeling good enough and making a little bit of progress, but falling back which is normal when you're shifting a pattern, especially a really big pattern in your life, like I was in 2006 and 2007. But I just very, very, you know, like carefully and graciously extended love to those parts of myself and just made peace with her as I skimmed through the journals. Again, not reading everything, not not needing to to go back there and really having the recognition of how I'm such a different person And because of those experiences that I went through, because of the addiction that I struggled with and fought through and overcame with a lot of, uh, it took everything in me. And I think when you're really face-to-face with deep wounding, it'll take everything in you to change and get better. And I felt such gratitude and appreciation for dealing with the addiction that I had and the underlying causes. It wasn't just to go party and feel good, I really was struggling with self-esteem and with issues from my past, childhood trauma and loss and abandonment. And, uh, you know, that's what led me to use drugs as a way to self-soothe. And anything maladaptive often starts by, because it makes you feel 
a little better. You have some relief from that stuff. I know like Gary Cooper on here, an addiction specialist with alcohol recovery. It's something that starts at first as a way to feel better. And then it takes on its own life. I talk in my book about addiction wants a primary relationship with you. It is not satisfied with being number two, three, or four. At some point, it does buy to take over your life. And I remember feeling on the edge of that in my own life and knew that I wanted to change. It wasn't that I had to change. I knew I didn't have to. It's a yes or a no. And I used harm reduction practices. It's a model in recovery to minimize harm to yourself and to be accountable. And so in going through those journals, it was like, wow, I just felt such deep compassion for people, for those of you really struggling with an addiction. And interestingly enough, I've attracted um, a new client struggling with addiction and really doing well to reduce harm and, and ending that relationship in their own life. And so I don't know how long I sat there and kind of read with the candle lit and just releasing, releasing unworthiness, releasing judgment, releasing shame, releasing sadness, releasing being traumatized, releasing being abused, releasing abusing myself, releasing abusing others, and replacing those states of being with, replacing them with loving myself and others, with appreciating myself and others, with healthy habits and behaviors, knowing that I don't have to be perfect, that I'm actually good enough right now. And so are you. I really believe in instilling and sharing the message of how good enough we are as we are right now. There's always the reaching for more. There's always the expansion. We're always going to be asking for more. We cannot even help it being in a human body, always you know, wanting more and better. And it's almost like as if the moment we achieve something we've desired, it's like, oh, on to the next thing. And I encourage you to pause in that space of your accomplishments, achievements, and know that an emotion is a manifestation, that having a positive emotion about an area in your life that's not quite developed is a manifestation and it's powerful to feel into that space first is what actually creates it appearing in our lives in physical form. And as I read through those journals, I actually decided to put them in a paper bag for the recycle bin instead of like throwing them away angrily or burning them, you know, to just release them, to recycle them and intend that they are transmuted into the highest energies of love, of service, of living my best life, thanking all the people that I wrote about in my journal that have been a part of my past and just releasing them too. There were some people I wrote about that at the time caused me pain. And as I read through our communications with each other, there were even some printed emails in there, just recognizing how they were totally doing the best that they could at the time. And I felt like I was in this metaphysical process, process of extending forgiveness and acceptance and understanding and also claiming that for myself. So this is like a releasing and claiming process of gratitude and thanksgiving. And um, at the end of that time, however long it was, I just saged the bag with some sage. And I brought it out to my recycle 
went to bed and I text my friend the next day that we're talking about journaling, just how much lighter I felt energetically, how I didn't even know the vibration of those old journals just have been residing in my home, in that room. So I invite you to consider as a practice to close out 2020 with intention to go through your house and find the things, the old journals, the old memorabilia. It might be cards or pictures or letters or junk and clear it. Clear it from your home. Clear it from your life. We don't need to carry around so many things, so many physical things, energetic things, and emotional things. And let them go, whether you donate them, whether you recycle them, whether you throw them away or sell them. Do that for yourself. And with intention, close out this year. It's been different for all of us, 2020. There's been manifestations of things that we've worked on before 2020 ever arrived. So don't just burn down 2020 is the shit show you think it might be before you go through and look at some of the things that might have manifested for you under the guise of this pandemic. Are you feeling me? Because 2020 is not just happening in isolation. It is a progression of what we have planted in our lives in year years past. Thank you, Emily. You're welcome. Thank you for your work. Emily Wilcox has a great book out, Having to Do Minute Folk People. Check her out if you don't know her already. She's Ask Emily Wilcox here on Instagram. Mwah. And, um, you know, this is kind of fun. I feel nervous. I'm like sweating a bit. I'm not used to being on the video camera. I'm used to just being a voice, but I'm committed to doing new things. And I'm going to ask you to do new things too for yourself. Don't just stay where you are. I have here on my computer a to-do list. It says live big, be yourself, know that you were loved. And then I also have a not to-do list. And at the top of that list is live small, silencing your voice. Do not, do not silence your voice. Get out here. I listen to Gary V. If you don't know him, he's really awesome. And he simply says, turn on your fucking phone. Go woke up. I'm just going to turn this fucking phone on and say some positive shit. I curse because I'm passionate. And sometimes I feel like it's just the best, best method of delivery for certain themes and topics. And so I'm just going to put that out here. Turn your fucking phone on and say some positive shit. That's important to you. For me, transformation is so important to me. I would not fucking be here if I didn't dig into the deepest part of myself, myself to change my life. I did not come from some, you know, really loving home that said you can do anything, you can be anything, we're here for you. It was opposite in some ways and not in others. There was always a roof over my head and food and clothing and my basic needs, Maslow's hierarchy was taken care of and provided, but there was real emotional, um, what's called, sorry, like lack of emotional support, lack of, of belief, lack of encouragement. And I know that's true for a lot of people, you know, the statistics show that most people 
didn't grow up in a home where you're told you can do anything, be anything, and that doesn't limit you. You can learn the skills. I knew at 19 that I had to learn the skills to empower myself, to believe and think differently than what I grew up around. And it wasn't my parents' fault. They did the best that they could with what they knew. And there comes a time when we need to take responsibility that we weren't responsible we weren't at fault because of traumas or disappointments that happened as young ones, as little ones even, but it's our responsibility to heal ourselves and to transform those wounds into our power. And that is why I wrote my book, The Chiron Effect. It's about turning your deepest vulnerabilities, the areas of your life that you want to hide, that you want to edit, that you feel shame around, or you don't want people to see, you know, we try to act like we have all of our shit together and we might sometime, but we don't others. And if that's fucking okay. And so it's about really putting that out in a way that's authentic, that's loving of ourselves. It's loving and accepting of others. And so on Thanksgiving, I'm viewing today, not as the traditional Thanksgiving as when the pilgrims came and, you know, ransacked the native Americans and really oppressed them and still do. I'm using Thanksgiving as an opportunity to talk about the practices of Thanksgiving, the practice of gratitude and formalizing it. So as a result of what I shared about finding those old journals, going through them, releasing them, getting rid of them from my home, I also started a manifestation journal. I felt led to journal in a new and different way based on who I am today and who I'm becoming. So I offer this to you. I invite you to consider this as a practice. A manifestation journal is a journal where you get into the place within yourself, your own heart, your own mind, where you're visioning, you're feeling into the things that you are creating. It might be a relationship. It could be better health. It could be your material needs, home, finances, improved relationships with loved ones. It doesn't matter what it is, but you feel into that space where it's like, oh, like I have this. I have this. I, I'm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for this love. Thank you for this experience. Thank you for what I'm living. And I started to write. I felt moved so far every day for a bit, really feeling held by all that is, feeling one, feeling in tune with life, feeling in the flow of the universe, expecting good things, feeling good about myself. And if you are to take some time every day or at least, at least once a week to sit down quietly, put your phone on silent and feel into the space of what you want to create. And once you have it, to start writing, right from the space of having it, living it, breathing it, touching it. It is such a powerful process to bring it into your life and transforming what you're living today. I know for a sh beyond the shadow of any doubt that whatever you want, you can absolutely materialize and have and enjoy. And the emotion the manifestation of the positive emotion of it is a manifestation. Everything is vibrational. I've been learning a lot about sound frequencies. And as a practitioner, 
offering Chiron as a way to heal our core, core wounds. Chiron is a minor planet and a comet. And every planet has a frequency, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Chiron has a frequency. It's something around 176.5 hertz. And what that means is that the tuning fork, it vibrates 176 times per second. So if you have a tuning fork of say, the fundamental frequency of the universe, 426 hertz. It's vibrating at 426 hertz per second. And that translates to the emotion of love is one of the highest vibrations. I think vibrating at say 900 hertz, 900 times per second. And then feelings like sadness, depression, anger have lower frequencies and they brought vibrate lower. And our body picks up with these frequencies, our our body, we're just energy beings. We're molecules moving around. So whatever we're thinking is creating an emotion and we are vibrating at that emotion, at the hertz of that emotion. And I am each day taking some time in my meditation and through the use of this meditation journal to vibrate higher at the frequency of love at the frequency of infinite possibility, just the frequency of possibilities. I've been thinking shit like, you know, good things have to happen to someone. Why not me, universe? I'll take it. And even to feel into that, like, hey, universe, why not me? Good things have to happen to someone. Why not me? And I think it helps you really step into the vibration of positive things in a genuine way to really just imagine what if, what if, my dreams really came true. What if it's me? Why not me? And I invite you today on Thanksgiving to take some time with this practice. And it is a practice. It is like going to the fucking gym. I lift weights six days a week. It's hard. I kind of tweaked something in my chest the other day doing flies. And it's like, oh, now I have to lay off till it, it stops hurting. You know, this is the muscles of our of our psyche, of our emotions, of our spirituality. These are muscles that we feel just as much as the muscles of our biceps, triceps, and abs. I feel this. Sometimes it's like, I don't want to fucking sit down and journal about this shit, but I know that if I just take some time, put on some music, and just really shift from what is, we get so focused and hooked up on what is, and that's natural because it's here. You can see it, touch it, knock on it, kiss it, not kiss it if we want to. You know, like it's here. And and I'm learning to reach beyond the world of the here and now into the possibility of what will be. Everything that is was once a thought. It was a vibration. Everything that we experience, our cell phones, technology, it didn't used to be. I grew up when there were no cell phones. Many of you have as well. This shit didn't exist. We weren't doing Instagram lives in the 90s uh, at all. I remember having a cell phone when Hurricane, uh, or starting texting when Hurricane Katrina hit in 2005. I had never sent a text message before. And look at the expansion of just the communication and technology industry and how there's more on the horizon. And all these things, and emotions started to be generated of excitement, of possibility, 
of like, let me figure out how to create this. And then bam, here we are. Your life is exactly the same as that. It is a thought that hasn't existed yet, that the more often, the more regularly you can connect to that thought with full on emotion about it, it calls it, it brings it to you. I want you all to try this process. I want you to go through and clear out old journals, old objects, go through your junk drawers, purge it, throw it away, donate it. I do both and see how you feel. It's like cleaning up, cleaning up the outside of our lives is such metaphor and representation of what is going on within ourselves. I know you know that. And watch and see what happens. Set an intention. Every day I start my day, I wake up and I say, thank you. And I know that it is a new day where I haven't started vibrating yet into the universe. I have an opportunity to release the past, even yesterday, and set an intention for this new day of unmanifested possibility. Seriously. And really say, what? A, why not me? I lately, in the last few days, I've just been saying, why not me, universe? Good things have to happen. I'll take them. Try that out for yourself. And I will take a moment to plug my book, The Chiron Effect, endorsed by His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama. It's a book on healing through compassion, through self-forgiveness and empathy. And I know we are taught in our culture to be, you know, fake it till you make it. Just do it, which sometimes is good. Today, I just fucking did it. I just put the phone on and am doing this. And that's, I wanted to, I had a desire with some fear. That's positive. That's a yes. Do that as you feel it. That's courage. Stepping through the fear and taking action. That's cool. It's not about, you know, faking it till you make it. It's okay to cry. I did a lot of crying going through those old journals, seeing the person that I was those years ago, struggling, you know, where I was at that time in my life and able to fully release that and be who I am today. I did save one entry that I'll read to you. It's from November 10th of 2006. And I thought it to be funny. I've always wanted to write a book. There are quite a few journal entries about wanting to write a book. And I'm just so proud that I checked that off that I was able to achieve that and in, in an authentic way to really bring to you what matters to me, healing and transformation and learning to be happier and healthier through so many different ways. So I just, I'm going to read this to you because I, I know, I know I'm not the only one to have had this thought. Okay. So I had a profound thought one minute ago that prompted me to take out this new red journal and write that insight on this first page. However, the thought has evaporated into the abyss, where I think many of our best ideas, thoughts, and aha moments go. It's like the sock missing that we say the dryer ate. We know we put all the socks into the dryer. Where the fuck is it? Dryers don't eat socks. Where the fuck is my profound thought? Probably with all of my missing socks. So that's the one. One entry 
that I saved because it was funny. And it showed that even though I was going through such a hard time of recovering from addiction, there were some moments of lightness and levity that I could that I could, you know, tap into and use humor. Humor is such a powerful tool of transformation. It does not have to be all like drudgery and serious. And ohm, though the ohm and the meditation is a super important component, laugh, watch something funny, call a friend and remember a time when y'all did something that you just still laugh about or create those memories now. Healing can look so many different ways. It doesn't always have to be painful and hard. And especially once you start doing some of that, the harder aspects, the deep healing, the deep cleansing, the deep releasing of shame and trauma, and you start to feel into some lightness, definitely embrace humor. Um, Emily, I appreciate that you have my book on your nightstand. I can't wait for you to read it and let me know what you think. So y'all, I'm going to I'm going to do a quick shout out to my sponsor, betterhelp.com. They're a great online therapy platform. I was a therapist for them when I first went out to Los Angeles and was starting a practice. They offer you connection with a licensed professional counselor or therapist in under 24 hours and they can help you work with all kinds of issues, anxiety, grief, depression, LGBT issues, relationships, family issues. They are HIPAA compliant. And through the betterhelp.com platform, they have a secure video portal and phone portal. So you do everything through betterhelp.com. I met some amazing clients there as well. They offer financial aid if you qualify. And as my listener, they offer you 10% off your first month to try them out. You simply go to betterhelp.com forward slash A-T-T for all things therapy. And it's spelled BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash A-T-T. I also want to plug Audible. I love audiobooks. And I just finished recording my audiobook day before yesterday. It will be on Audible in December. There's so many great titles. I've been listening to one of Oprah's books. I've been listening to Paramahasana Yogananda founder of Lake Shrine and one of the people that first brought yoga to America. I mean, like in the fifties, I think. And uh, Autobiography of a Yogi is his book. There are over a hundred thousand titles. And just as my listener, you get your first month free. You can download an audiobook for free. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy. That's audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy. And I'd love to know what you think about this Instagram live. It feels a bit foreign to tell you the truth. I am not used to this, but again, I'm committed to doing new amazing things to wrap up 2020 and begin 2021. So as you go through and purge, clear your clutter, Emotional, spiritual, physical. Also, begin a manifestation journal where you identify. It's different than a than a list. Hey, <laughs> good. I love seeing new people join. Oh my gosh, this is exciting. It's different than setting New Year's intentions. I am not big on New Year's intentions. I'm big on living an intentional lifestyle. 
by setting intentions each day, each moment of the day, my intention in general is to be my authentic self, to feel good, to have joy and happiness, and to really be present with people, to be present with you here on this video, be present as I'm doing therapy sessions, as I've been blessed to be a guest on so many podcasts recently to talk about my new book, The Chiron Effect, just really being present when I'm talking to people, when I'm texting, trying not to multitask so much. It's my ongoing intention as a lifestyle to be present and knowing it's okay when I'm not. It's okay when you're not. Really to start feeling into a space of compassion for yourself as you end 2020 and begin 2021 intentionally and really letting other people in your life know how much they mean to you, how much we mean to each other. That's one of the biggest things 2020 has taught me. You see it in memes that the year has taught us to appreciate and love others more than maybe we ever had. And with that, I want to thank you for taking your time to watch this Instagram live, to listen to my podcast, All Things Therapy, and to be my supporter and subscriber, my friend. I love you all so very much. And I intend for you to have a really meaningful end of this year and a kick-ass start to your new one. And with that, concluding episode 229, all my love. And I'll be with you next week. Bye-bye. Listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir.